Hey guys, welcome back to Get the Mops. I am Sutherland Film. I'm here with my co-host, Braddy Spice. And today we're going to talk about a little bit about all the content that we have been watching lately. I feel like everybody who's been stuck inside has just been on a Netflix binge for about a month straight. Um, so last night, if you guys didn't know, Parasite is on Hulu now. Parasite uh, is the best pitcher winner from last year so arguably the best film of the year and it was awesome we watched it last night what did you think Brady Spice so the movie was weird for sure but it did keep you wondering what was going to be happening next so I was very interested um to watch it and as well as you know, Josh, I don't really watch movies. It's hard for me to stay focused in movies. I prefer TV shows, honestly, but um, I really liked the movie. I thought it was great. Yeah, you get hung up on this thing where, like, if you say people put something on to watch while they're eating, if you see me putting something on and know it's a movie, you're immediately turned off. You're like, oh, I don't want to watch this. And it doesn't make sense to me because I'm like, hey, we can just pause it and stop wherever we want and then pick it up again just like a TV show. If anything, to me, a TV show is more long form than a film because a film is only two hours on average, maybe less. And all those episodes of Ozarks back to back is like 12 hours of content we got to get through. So it doesn't really make sense to me, but it's funny to me that you're more into TV shows than films. Um, but I did convince you last night to watch Parasite because I hadn't seen it. I'd, I had seen last year a bunch of the other uh, nominees for Best Picture, um, but I hadn't seen Parasite. And so it's finally on Hulu. We watched it last night, and I thought it was amazing. I think it was definitely the best movie that I saw last year. Um, it's one of those things where I knew you were into it, and this is how I could tell, is when you leave to go to the bathroom and you told me to pause it, I was like, oh, she's in, she's in. Well, also because the whole movie's in subtitles, if you don't pay attention, you're not going to be knowing what's happening, so also why I needed you to pause it, but overall, the movie was shot really well. I thought it. the actors were good. I don't actually think I've ever watched a foreign film, ever. So that was probably my first foreign film, but it was really good. So if you guys have Hulu, I would highly suggest watching Parasite. Um, yeah. Yeah, first ever foreign film to win Best Picture. And um, it won a Grammy, you guys. <laughs> yes, yesterday. <laughs> yeah, no joke. I love that you brought that up. No joke. Samantha yesterday was like, oh, yeah, that's that film that won the Grammy, right? And I was like, yeah, that Bone John Ho movie with Kanye and their album just leaked. That was really cool. It was fire, y'all. Um, they won an Oscar. <laughs> I uh, know. I corrected myself right after I said it, you guys, but it just slipped out. I said Grammy on accident, and I meant Oscar. But yeah, me and Josh actually watched the Oscar awards, so I remember that uh, happening. So the 2020, let's go through them. Let's see what we what we saw. The 2020 Best Picture nominees, which let me to go on a little sub tangent rant for a second i obviously am in the industry i'm a filmmaker uh a director i want to make huge movies so it's i always laugh at you samantha kind of when you've never seen something like zoolander or or like the matrix the or matrix i mean so many movies this girl is just not into films and watching films which is okay um that's probably why we get along <laughs> but um 
so you might have not have seen any of these last year, but just for everyone else who's out there, the 2020 Best Pitcher nominees, which is pretty much like winning the Super Bowl for uh, if you're a filmmaker or a producer or your film, it literally is um, the group of your peers, which is all, the whole industry saying this is the best movie of the year. And the nominees were Ford versus Ferrari, The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Parasite. And so now let's go through and see which ones we've seen. Ford versus Ferrari. No, have no idea what that even is. Wow. Okay. I saw it uh, on a plane and I, it was one of those where I never really wanted to see it in theaters, but I will say I am a car guy. So I knew I would like it regardless because it's about the story of um, Ford entering you know the Le Mans basically to take down Ferrari they wanted they they needed uh, to have a race car win to kind of change their image how you how you think of Ford cars um and they beat Ferrari so I saw it on a plane um Matt Damon Christian Bale and like I thought I was like wow this is really good but I didn't want to pay to see it and when I say that I kind of made a weird face because it it's it sucks like living in LA a movie eighteen twenty dollars per person would you agree yeah mm, yeah uh yeah like to go to ArcLight and see a movie is eighteen fifty. Well, ArcLight's expensive same with alamo draft house i feel like la comparatively to san francisco in san francisco you can go see movies for relatively pretty cheap you can see them for ten dollars well, still but i don't feel like la there's anywhere because all the movie theaters here are super nice they're all super nice it's just inflation and to me that's just like the cost of living in la new york these big cities but like yeah when i go to like the Texas boonies or where, you know, out in, you know, Marble Falls, like it's like $11 and a matinee on a Thursday is seven fifty, And you're like, wow, this, yeah, then maybe I would have seen Ford versus Ferrari because I will say, unfortunately, I think theaters are dying, right? Um, it used to be like your movie was a success if you got your movie in theaters. And now it's kind of like, you know, point blank, one of these movies on this list, Martin Scorsese, The Irishman, that's straight to Netflix. Yeah. I mean, they, they released it in theaters too, but straight that's a Netflix movie. So it's not so much the norm anymore. And it's also, unfortunately, I think they're different things. Like there is something tangible about sitting in a room with a hundred other strangers, right? And have you guys ever seen like a horror movie with a big group of people and someone's like, don't open that door. And everybody laughs. Me. It's me. You guys, that's me in a horror movie. Everybody laughs at someone else, how they're reacting or there's a joke that goes off and you maybe didn't think it was funny, but the way someone else is laughing at it, then you realize like there's so many little nuances of having that experience of all communally watching that, that video. And I think it goes back to something that is almost caveman esque, right? Like before movies, before anything, there was thousands and thousands of years ago, there was just stories, right? And just Neanderthals sitting around a campfire and someone is telling a story, maybe about the hunt or whatever. And that is just something communal about that experience. So that is why I think movies is a whole different experience watching it in a theater than watching it on your iPad, on an airplane, wherever. But unfortunately, especially with what we're dealing with now, and there was I was reading an article yesterday that AMC might not reopen. 
AMC theaters. Ever again? Ever. Never again. Wow, because AMC's really popular. It's huge. They're everywhere. Well, AMC's, AMC's one of the biggest. Like, yeah, in San Francisco, that's where we, they we were. I was reading saying that the amount of debt that they have, their credit rating will drop so low because of how they've they've um where they're at right now and having to close all their locations that they'll never be able to reopen <laughs> and i was like this is crazy so like there could be a future where theaters just don't exist which is a scary thought and makes me sad really so wow okay so next <laughs> okay went on like a whole rampage well, about we're just talking that. about theaters yeah so i didn't see the ford vs foreign theaters i thought it was good irishman do we see irishman we watched half of the irishman and i really wanted to finish it because i kind of got invested in the film but it is really long it's three hours or over three hours here's the thing i love scorsese i love the departed goodfellas irishman just wasn't that into it i think it was obviously a little long as i think everyone knows it's long but I didn't watch it in theaters, so I started to get through it on Netflix. I kind of knew that I was going to take breaks and not be able to get through all of it. I don't know if that's the smartest way to watch a movie because what happened is we made it through about half, and I just never feel like I need to go back and watch that second half. Yeah. So, yeah. Jojo Rabbit. Don't know what that is. Jojo Rabbit I saw on a plane as well. and Wow, what a jet setter. I travel a lot for work, which is nice. I enjoy traveling. Um, Jojo Rabbit, I thought, was genius. Um, maybe it's because I love comedies, but I thought it was genius. And I would highly recommend the movie. And also, um, it's hard to pronounce his name, Tiki, Waititi, or Taiki, or um, the director. He also plays Hitler in the movie, and it's really, really, really funny. And to me, just the concept of... You know, making a movie like that, it, it's it's hard, man, to get something like that, that it's just so ab absurd about, like, just think of this premise, right? Like, a Nazi, a young Nazi family has, where the young child has an imaginary friend who is Hitler. They're like, what? Like, that will never get made. Like, so I'm super impressed that it got made. It's really funny. I recommend checking it out. Joker? I didn't see it. I did see Joker. I thought it was really good. Um, I thought the cinematography was amazing. I thought the production design was amazing. Um, the costumes were amazing. The acting was amazing. The story, uh, not so much. I didn't think it deserved best picture. Um, it be didn't get best picture. I know. It didn't. That's what I'm saying. You're, oh, you're, saying, you're saying it doesn't deserve a nominee. No, it does deserve a nominee for oh, okay. sure. I'm just saying, like, I'm just going through all these. We all know Parasite won. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. why I watched it last night. I'm just trying to see if there's anything that I think is better. Can you get the water, please? Sure. So, um, Joker I thought was great, but I I, I don't know. I just want to, if I want to see a, I, it's not a Marvel movie. It's not a DC comic book. It's very real, but I don't know. I just want to see more, like, less, like, story development and less like uh, more action i just want to see more like shoot em up action when i watch a superhero movie anyway little women didn't see it i didn't see it either okay we might have to watch that one marriage story i didn't see it which is netflix you can watch that on netflix right now marriage story adam driver um it's basically didn't see it but we should 1917 we did see that together in we theater. saw it together in theaters 
it was good i thought it was shot really beautifully um it was interesting i don't usually like those types of war movies or action movies but i did think it was good and i didn't fall asleep so that's always good didn't fall asleep um i thought it was great i mean obviously the editing tricks to make it look like one giant take if you haven't seen it the whole movie is a one i mean feature film two hour like two hour um, length movie is looks like one take which is really cool and to me the nuances of creating the story to make that work um, is really 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 cool and so I thought maybe 1917 should have won best picture it was, it was that good once upon a time in Hollywood you watched that on the way to Chicago I didn't I saw it on a plane once again um, I, I thought it was okay <laughs> Did you so you you can't even comment on if you liked it? I don't know anything about the movie. So, so nope. Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I thought the acting was amazing. Acting amazing. Story not so much because uh, the way I've explained it before to me is that if you grew up like kind of being a child or reminiscing about old Hollywood or basically if you have some actual tangible reference to that time in Hollywood, right? With um, Sharon Tate or is it Sharon? Is it Sharon Tate? Sharon Tate is dead. That's what it's about. The murder of her. Sharon Tate? Yeah. Sharon Tate, right? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I need to look this up. Who this It's is. not. Anyway. No, Sharon Tate was in the 60s. Right. And she was murdered. Yeah. By, by Manson. Manson. Yeah. Is that That's really what this about is about. Her? Yes. Oh, that's so weird. I didn't know that. Well, exactly. That's what I'm saying. And so, like, for me, perfect example, Roman Polanski's in the movie as a young, hot, direct, hot shot director, right? But to me, Roman Polanski is, like, a rapist scumbag who fled the com- country and still somehow survives and makes movies in Europe. Like, I don't get it. So, so I don't have that, like, frame of reference growing up of him ever as a hot shot, badass director in Hollywood. So I just felt like... Maybe if you were older, if you had that like real kernel in your mind to be able to be like, oh, I remember this stuff happening really in Hollywood, then you're more into the story. Because I just personally wasn't into the story. I thought it was slow. I thought it was like, honestly, uh, yeah, I mean, I really liked some more of the Leo and Brad stuff, but like the Margot Robbie stuff, did we even need all of that? Like when she's watching herself on the screen. I don't know. But the acting, tremendous. Sets, costumes, time period piece, amazing. I really liked a lot of things in the movie. Just to me, once again, if I'm watching Quentin Tarantino, I want Kill Bill. I want Pulp Fiction. I want Inglorious Bastards. I want, you know, just Django Unchained. I want to see action, right? didn't feel that from that film at all so it was good i was entertained just i don't know and now parasite which ended up being the winner parasite amazing movie i i'm glad i finally got to see it wish i saw it in theaters um to me it's like i said to you this morning Mm -hmm. it's one of those films where like i'm still thinking about it And a lot of times I'll watch a movie and I watched it. It was great. I'm entertained, but I'm not still remembering it or thinking about it. Parasite is one of those movies that just makes you keep thinking. And 
I know you said something interesting this morning about you just said it was kind of so absurd that you didn't think it would ever happen. Yeah, I feel like it's not really that realistic because it's just so out there. Um, but it was still good. It was it was really entertaining. It was really good, and I feel like maybe we're just a little far away in the U.S. to realize maybe that like people really do live like that in other countries. Like I don't know. I would think that there are in a in a country like South Korea. I for, first of all, I appreciated the like North Korean jokes. Yeah. Because it was South Korea, South Korean film kind of touching on that. And you're like, huh, this is funny that this is like a daily thing in their life. Right. That just there's some dude with his hand on the button across the street. Um, so I liked all that. But I do think when there's a finite, smaller country like that, there are only so many jobs to go around and kind of what the world is facing right now um, with just the way with everyone a lot of people losing their jobs that there it was kind of like there so many people searching for jobs and just watching this family and the way they kind of like help you know I don't want to give too much away if you haven't seen it but watching this family and how they kind of finesse their way into this other family's life um it's interesting and so I thought it was I thought it was really smart obviously beautifully shot um, the story really interesting because I literally at one point I turned to you and I when maybe when we paused it and I was like I like this movie because I don't know where they're going. Yeah. A lot of the times I can't be like a passive viewer and I'm watching something and I'm trying to figure out the story. I'm like, where are they trying to go with this? What turns are we gonna take? They're set. Oh, they're setting us up for this. Something like that. I didn't know. I'm like, where are we going with this? Didn't know. And so and then today I'm still thinking about it. So I thought it was really 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 smartly done i would encourage you to see it it's for free on hulu right now well um, not free you have to have a hulu subscription oh, you're right you're right i'm sorry it's not free it's on hulu it's for the low low hulu's not that and if you want to watch the complete opposite of a nominated film my first film uh is on amazon prime right now so if you're a prime member it's free watch it on amazon prime it's called chasing molly um the complete opposite of maybe an Academy Award winning film, but I'm very, very happy with the level of comedy achieved. We achieved for pennies. I made this movie for pennies. We have worldwide distribution that I'll never not hang my hat on that. Hashtag not an ad. Hashtag not an ad. Um, but other than that, we finished Ozarks yesterday, too. We did, but to touch on Josh's movie um, from an oh, outsider God. perspective, and I also, you guys, I'm probably the worst girlfriend alive. I still have not seen this movie, but I've had my Instagram followers tell me they've watched this movie. They have spoke very highly of it. They told me that they're going to recommend it to friends. I've had my personal friends watch it as well and really give an honest critique about it. So, you know what? If you guys have some extra time on your hands, it's what? Like an hour and a half. Yeah, it's a it's, it's a short film. It's a you short can bust film. through it. If you're a stoner, you probably like it. It's, it's what a Josh stoner told comedy. Me. So just get a little high, watch the movie Chasing Molly on Amazon Prime. Thanks for the plug, babe. Yeah. <laughs> so we uh, we finished <laughs> so Ozark. We uh, Braddy Spice finished Ozark well, because I, Josh. No 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 no. Josh 
I have been watching this long before I met Josh and I have always been super into Ozark. I thought it was filmed really well. It's a really good storyline. It keeps you on the edge of your seat, right? I love any type of TV show about drug crimes, about the cartel. I think it's very interesting and they're all very different. So I really like Ozark. Josh um, watched season one and then did not watch season two, but season three now on Netflix. I started watching it maybe about last week and I was trying to get through the episodes. Episode one, really slow. So if you watch Ozark, pretty much every season starts the same. It's super slow buildup. So it's like episode one, it's like almost boring. Like I don't even want to watch it. Then the next episode's like, okay, a little bit more interesting. And then by the time you get to third episode, it's like you have to binge watch because it's so interesting, at least I think in my perspective. So we just finished it last night so good if you like crime shows if you like cartel shows if you like drug crime shows definitely check it out on netflix there's three seasons to watch so if you've never seen it you'll have a great time watching it my only complaint is i think that it takes too long for them to release so by season two i watched like a year and a half ago i think it's like i've forgotten so it's probably better if you watch it all three seasons uh in one go yeah i saw ozark's first season um, I watched maybe one episode, two episodes of the second season and then didn't finish it. Um, then we just watched all of season three, went straight into season three. So I was a little confused at some pieces. Um, but overall I was entertained. I thought it was good. Um, but it's just not the show I'm like immediately wanting to grab. I'm not sure if we were in self, if we were not in self isolation, if I would have finished season three, um, because, to me, it's like I still think like after watching season one, I was like, oh, this wants to be Breaking Bad so bad. Like it just wants to be Breaking Bad as so bad. But I respect Jason Bateman um, for creating it, directing it, starring in it um, and for what they've done. And as you said, it it's a little bit of a slow burn for me, a little bit of a, a little too slow. Um, but. I do think, as you said, it ratchets up towards the end, and um, I, I enjoyed it. I did enjoy it, ended up liking it. I just think that, um, you know, do we drug dealers in the middle of America? There's a little far-fetched, which... Well, I mean, they moved to the Ozarks, right? They're from Chicago, which is, as you know more drug-related crimes going on in Chicago than most places in the U.S. It's so, just, it was just Breaking Bad. There was always like a, a tinge of very realness to it for me that like this is plausible. But to me, the like money laundering aspects and the feds like know your money laundering and you know that they know, but they can't fucking get you and they're all and she's there in your room. You know what I mean? They're like, I'm like, this is, would never happen like they would just close that casino tomorrow just close it i don't like mm, i'm just saying that the money and that was my gripe with season one is the amount of money the way he's laundering i'm like this is just and that's fine it's just it's a it's a it's a tv show just make that leap of faith that this is plausible and like you're good to go and it's you'll be very entertained it was just always something where i was like this is not this could not happen yeah I guess, but Josh is a little bit biased because he loves Breaking Bad. He didn't watch Better Call Saul. Didn't watch Better Call Saul. Well, you know, to be honest, Better Call Saul is 
okay. The only reason I watch it is because I started it and now it's like I have to see it through. Mm. But it's interesting. I do like Breaking Bad. I just watched Breaking Bad for the first time every you guys last year. So I watched all of it. It was pretty good. It's great. Um, yeah, I mean, we've been watching that. What uh, We watched some Top Chef. We watched Top Chef, you guys. I love cooking. I cook every night. And I love seeing creativity in cooking i'm not on par with these chefs by any means but it's cool to watch um other people cook and it's cool to see their techniques and what they can make out of all these crazy ingredients so it's definitely cool if you like cooking shows it's probably one of my favorites i also started watching chopped which is eh, it's like okay it's like a quick 30 minute show so it's like good to when you're good to watch like when you're eating dinner it's interesting as well what else have we been watching? I mean, we're getting to the limit, and I'm about to sign up for HBO. So yep. HBO, you finally won. I'd never signed up for it, but you're about to win. Get that $15 a month from me because, I mean, I like to make fun of Bradley Spice a lot whenever I'll be like, you've never seen Zoolander? You've never seen Groundhog's Day? Like, create, like Caddyshack? Like, the list is very long. And so <laughs> I'm... I'm going to sign up for it because you have never seen Game of Thrones, correct? We're not watching Game of Thrones, she's, you guys. She's we are never signing, seen Game of Thrones. We are signing up for HBO to exclusively watch Sex in the City. There will be no Sex in the City watch, but I would beg to differ. Let me just rattle off some HBO shows that I've seen. So I've previously lived with people that have had HBO. This is not the first time that I've ever had it. So I've seen a bunch of HBO properties. So let's just rattle off some HBO shows that are iconic and you tell me if you've seen it or not okay sopranos uh no boardwalk before em- my time boardwalk empire mm, don't know those the wire nope so i previously De- li- lived with someone also who had hbo who's watched every single hbo show i just never really got into watching them. deadwood nope succession no game of thrones no I mean, the list can even go on longer. It's crazy, but just those in the Westworld. Didn't watch it. Jesus. There was one that you didn't watch, and I know you didn't watch it because I've asked you before about it, and it was good, and I started watching it. What is it called, you guys? It's with James Franco, and it's about um, New York back in, like, the 70s. What movie is that? Or not what movie, but what TV show is that? What? Hold on, I'm finding it. It's from the 70s? It's like, no, 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 it's not from the 70s. It's based on the 70s, and it's, oh, The Deuce. That's on HBO, you guys, and I got really I into it. That. It's pretty good. I got into it um, a lot, but then it kind of fell off uh, during, like, one of the last seasons, so I stopped watching it, but it is interesting. It's about New York, and it's about um, porn and the sex industry, and it's really the interesting. Deuce. Yeah, it's interesting. James Franco stars in it. Um, huh. it's decently was, interesting. All right. Well, it would, I'm going to sign up for it because I'm excited that I get to rewatch all of Game of Thrones with you. And, and we're not doing that, but that's a nice uh, thought. And all of Succession. Mm, I'll maybe give that a it's go. It's so good. And Game of Thrones is so good. So um, we've been watching a ton of stuff. Obviously, please... Um, send us a message if you've been watching something that we haven't that you think is amazing can we pivot a second to talk about the hot topic of the isolation and tiger king 
god. Uh, one thing about Tiger King, fuck Carol. <laughs> you're such a you're such a poser because oh, you didn't even really watch Tiger King. Okay, Josh is claiming I didn't really watch it, but neither did he because he slept through five episodes of Tiger King and thinks he knows what happened in Tiger King. We all know what happened in Tiger King because we see the memes online. So you know what? You don't really need to watch the show to understand. Yeah, guys, I will. This was so funny. I literally put on Tiger King and good old Netflix with the autoplay 10 seconds after you finish the next episode. I fell asleep and missed like a couple episodes in the middle and then woke up and just kept watching. So it's funny when I see some meme about something that like I don't even remember from the documentary, but I would say I've definitely seen 75% of Tiger King and, um, and man, it was garbage. It's just, uh, yeah, I mean, it's crazy. I, it's really cool. I'm glad that that came to light and could kind of be a rallying point for all of America right now. Just this, the Joe exotic, but, um, man, it just makes me scream Florida. I know they're not from Florida, but I just want to be like, ah, <laughs> yeah. Yikes. So, yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy, kind of crazy, but, um, that's what we've been watching. We're going to start the HBO train tonight. Um, if you have any suggestions, please let us know. Slide in the DM y'all slide in the DM. You know where to find us. And thank you for catching this podcast. And please like, subscribe, listen on whatever your preferred podcast platform is. And we will keep making these. See you in the next podcast. Bye.